It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, welcome to the program, episode 21 of Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsbear. I'm grateful to you for tuning in. I'm grateful to you that you would select this radio station and this program uh, to spend the next little while. I hope to uh, do you proud and to earn uh, the ears you've lent to this show. I want to tell you, today's program is jam-packed full of stuff. Uh, I've got, uh, they, we call it a rundown. Usually we print it on one page. I'm holding two pages worth of rundown. Uh, here this morning. Let me tell you what's coming up. We, in the first segment, we're going to talk uh, about uh, someone named Jack Wilson. Uh, during episode 11, I asked you to memorize two names, commit them to memory. That first name was Jack Wilson. The second name was Joseph Gluck. I'll tell you, Joseph Gluck, he was uh, in that rabbi's home uh, just on New Year's Day when that attacker came in uh, with a machete-type knife and caused all that mayhem. Luckily, everyone survived that attack, but it was Joseph Gluck who picked up a coffee table and struck uh, the attacker in the head, uh, breaking the table and causing the attacker to flee, likely saving uh, lives and saving uh, his uh, fellow believers in the process. The other name is the one we're going to focus on this morning, Jack Wilson. Jack Wilson just yesterday received from the governor of Texas, Greg Abbott, the governor's Medal of Courage. Now, do you remember Do you remember Jack Wilson? I asked you to remember. Do you remember? It was at West Freeway Church uh, of Christ near Fort Worth, Texas, uh, on December 29th of last year that two men were killed when a gunman opened fire. There were more than 240 other parishioners there inside, and within seconds... Jack Wilson, the head of the church's security team, had pulled out his own firearm, took aim at the offender, and with one shot stopped the threat. Jack Wilson, he's a Hood County resident. He's also a firearms instructor. And the governor, as he handed down the Medal of Courage just yesterday, uh, he described Jack Wilson as a hero. But if you remember back to when this news first broke and the different TV crews showed up to interview Jack Wilson. He so often downplayed the notion of uh, himself being uh, described as a hero. Here's Jack Wilson. I don't see myself as a hero. I see myself as doing what needed to be done to take out the evil threat. I don't feel like I killed an individual. I killed evil. I think a true hero is someone that possesses exactly this attitude. When they engage in heroism and are identified as being heroes by those around them, that their humility comes to the surface and they uh, demure and say that, no, I'm not a hero, I'm a protector. Yes, I've been handed the moniker of a hero. And as I've stated a couple of times already, I feel more as a protector than I do a hero. And yesterday, Texas Governor Greg Abbott, Greg Abbott presented this Jack Wilson with the Medal of Courage. He sprang into action when a gunman opened fire on worshipers during that church service in Texas. Uh, here are some of the words that Governor Abbott had to share. When faced with an evil that few of us can ever comprehend, Jack Wilson responded with strength, with br bravery, 
and with love for those in the church that day. Jack, I know that you have been reluctant to accept the label of being called a hero, but that is exactly who you are. And it's my honor to present to you the Governor's Medal of Courage. In the audience yesterday when Jack Wilson received this honor, this Medal of Courage from the governor, uh, there were other victims of the shooting uh, there, or rather those uh, who were in attendance uh, at the church services that day. They were there present and heard uh, the governor continue as he thanked God for Jack Wilson being there. And although we continue to mourn the loss of Tony Wallace and Rich White, we also thank God for putting Jack Wilson in that church that day to bring the attack to an end and to prevent the loss of further life. Only God knows who is alive today because of Jack Wilson. So that's that. The Medal of Courage is awarded to folks who exemplify uh, well, as the name of the medal describes, uh, absolute courage and disregard for their own safety and the protection of others. And I can't think of a more appropriate recipient of such an award like this. As you remember what happened there uh, towards the end of last year, it was someone with a troubled mind and a troubled heart who came into that group of folks who were there on a Sunday worshiping their God. Uh, he got into a brief back and forth. Uh, with one of the security guards there, and out he pulled a shotgun. He fired two blasts, and two members of that congregation were dead. And uh, it would have been a lot worse if not for uh, the selfless service of this Jack Wilson, the head of the security team there, and he's been uh, duly awarded uh, for that this uh, just yesterday. So I, I bring that up but just to remind you uh, that there are good folks out there and that there are circumstances that if we prepare ourselves that we can do great good. He is, I think, an, an example of someone who has trained himself for a, a good long time. Uh, we learned in the news coverage of this event uh, back when it happened that Mr. Wilson uh, was years ago the owner and the operator of a, a tactical shooting range. He would instruct folks and he would rehearse and practice himself uh, how to best defend himself and defend others through the use of a firearm and uh there, there's some kind of saying about preparation and opportunity or something uh there's also a um a saying that goes uh, you know you'd like to go uh, 20 years without uh, having to use a firearm in the defense of yourself or others uh then be faced with that need and not have it with you uh for just a brief moment. Now, I didn't communicate that very well, but what I would like you to take away from this segment is that uh, Jack Wilson uh, exemplified courage and uh, he did so through his use of a firearm in protection of uh, the congregants there along his side as they gathered in Texas. And I applaud the governor, Governor Greg Abbott of Texas, for recognizing uh, this. I also would invite you, I'd like to restate the invitation. Remember this name, Jack Wilson. Uh, remind yourself of the story. Go back and read the news articles and see uh, for yourself all the details of this uh, unfortunate day. Uh, but focus on the goodness and the heroism exemplified by Jack Wilson. And I'd also invite you uh, to go remind yourself about this character, Joseph Gluck, who stopped another attacker through uh, some uh, courage of his own. He picked up a, a coffee table and smashed it over the head of 
that attacker there uh, on New Year's Day as folks were gathered in the home of that rabbi. So that's that for that. I wanted you to know uh, the the important event that took place down in Texas and the recognition of something that I uh, felt very strongly about some time ago and continue to feel strongly uh, about today. Let me tell you about the rest of today's program. Uh, we are going to touch on a number of uh, firearms topics. We've talked uh, this morning uh, in this segment about Jack Wilson. In the next segment, we're going to talk about red flag laws. Uh, we don't have them here in Utah. There are a number of states throughout the country which do, including Colorado. And there was a judge who, for the first time, as we can tell, has denied a request to take away a man's guns under this new red flag law down in the state of Colorado. A woman filed uh, the confiscation request against this man who had, according to her, given her some verbal and physical threats uh, with a handgun. And so we're going to walk through the details of that case. We're going to look at uh, what we can the rationale of the judge who decided not to confiscate this man's guns and uh, and see what and if that means anything here for the state of Utah. You know Representative Steve Handy. He's on these airwaves quite often. He is the sponsor of a red flag gun law here for the state of Utah. He'll be uh, running that bill during this general session of the Utah legislature. We're going to speak to him later on in the program and just get a, a check on the progress of his efforts. See if uh, red flag logs are coming here to Utah. If he feels he has uh, enough support in the legislature to push that all the way through. And then, uh, of course, a refresher. What are these red flag laws and what do they mean uh, to you and me? Next up, we're looking at Colorado's red flag law and a judge's decision to deny a request to take away, to confiscate a man's firearms. That's next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.